You're listening to Redemption Cast Season 4, Episodes 17 and 18, Inside Out and Shiny Happy People. After Cordy is revealed to Team Angel as a treacherous, manipulating, naked murderer, Angel attempts to kill her before her baby is born. But he's too late, and as a result of a plan that has been in motion for most of this series... A power that was is unleashed upon Los Angeles. And honestly, I felt a lot more at peace with her in the world. It's like all my troubles have gone away and all I want to do is serve her. And uh, oh, yeah, totally murder Fred. I'm Stephanie. I'm Kimberly. I'm Illyrio. I'm Carrie. Otherwise known as Imogenia St. James on Facebook. Hey! Thanks for having me. That other thing you said. Welcome. And yeah, here I am watching uh, Shiny Happy People and I'm like, oh! Because <laughs> the name Imogenia came up. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where it came from? You can get That's a way to hide that. <laughs> I teach mythology, and uh, it's a way to hide from my students. Nice. But uh, did it come from mythology, or were you like, I mean, I was just like, oh, she signed up for the episode. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. no, no, myth, yeah. Oh, cool. I'm a big mythy. All right. Miasma. (laughs) Is that the word miasma, or is are are you talking about It's one of my favorite words ever. I love it. Yeah, Nice. Well, so welcome I to the show. To talk about uh, my lord and savior, Gina Torres. <laughs> oh, we don't deserve her. She I had no idea she was going to be on. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't know if it's just because I averted my eyes mm. at the appropriate time, or if it was just uh, dumb luck, or if the powers that be sought to provide me with no spoilerage whatsoever. Mm. But when I saw Gina Torres... I squeed so loud that <laughs> because I was watching this on my lunch break at work last earlier yeah. this week, I was just a little bit embarrassed. Uh, oh my god! Uh, th- these are the moments where uh, the Weedonverse reusing actors is not awful. This is like <laughs> fantastic. What was she doing before? Uh, that thing called uh, "What's a Firefly." <laughs> Okay. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to think if she was on Buffy before. Nope. Um, but no. So we've had Summer Glau, Nathan Fillion, and um, Gina Torres so far. Do you think uh, any other Firefly act? I mean, is there any other Firefly actors or actresses that you'd uh, want in the show? Alan Tudyk. Okay. What's a Firefly? <laughs> I guess it's only a video I'm asking this to. Uh, Adam Jerkface. <laughs> And uh, I think, uh, although she was only in a couple episodes, I always forget her name. She was on Mad Men. Help. Christina. Hendricks. Hendricks. Yeah, Christina yeah. Hendricks would be a wonderful addition. And don't forget about Marina Baccarin. Meh. <laughs> She's Marina Baccarin to you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Cordy is so evil. <laughs> Uh, Cordy is, uh, Connor's such a <sighs> high school boy <laughs> getting manipulated by this Machiavellian, uh, person who's got his baby inside her. I get it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and it's your baby I, mama you know right what? there. I totally glossed over the fact that we got Julie Benz in this episode. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Gina Torres is so amazing. I also didn't know that Julie Benz was going to be on. Oh, I'm so glad they put her in the they put her in the opening credits. I was like, "What are you guys doing?" Yeah, guys, come on! Like, is it a like? Do they have to? Is that like a Screen Actors Guild requirement? Mm, it must be. be. Yeah, Who's in the opening true. credits? Julie Benz. Well, Julie the Benz. guest starring. Credits. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see? Yeah, not the credit sequence. Or yeah, like I saw her name sequence. show up, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Damn it! That was uh, that. That was some pretty good uh, high tension stuff there, where she's trying to convince Connor to not be a complete dick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, <laughs> Cordy comes in and does it for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty brutal. It's their evil music that they have every time they have Connor and Cordy. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. That was, that was it's a very yeah, plink plinky. It's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I gotta say, I, I'll I'll admit I have forgotten most of the details of these two episodes. That's surprising uh, that you haven't uh, like screamed at the top of your lungs at this point. How f- absolutely fucking right you've been this entire time. Oh, about Skip. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. Yes. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's because I just uh, about 45 minutes ago finished watching Shiny Happy People. Yeah. And I was, um, I, I just, I love Gina Torres so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. Just, uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to gush. Um, anyway, I'm not going to gush too much. It would, it would be inappropriate. But uh, when she's sitting it's okay. Down when I saw her, I screamed out, Jessica! From, and, um suits that's who oh. she is <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm i'm sitting there watching the ipad and uh she's sitting with fred in the bowling alley and her lips are perfect <laughs> and they're shiny and perfect lips and i could totally i could totally see myself you know bending the knee mm. <laughs> but yeah yep uh, and she's Cuban. Yeah, so I could. T- I'm totally legally allowed to, villi- to visit her family if she wants me to. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Buffy Summers in the chat says, first time I saw Gina Torres was on Alias as Ana Espinosa." Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, good stuff. Nice. I gotta say, uh, I told you so. Yes. Kip was not okay. Skip was a jerk face all the time, yep. and he tried to dupe Cordy once, and then she didn't bite, and then he got her again, and then she did bite. So, uh, was he played by a different actor this time? No, and that's that's no, something that's actually guy. come up before. It looked or sound, he looked or sounded different. Maybe I wonder the, if he had new dentures or something. Because I thought he was very, very like, shush, 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 shush. He was yeah. doing a lot of that. Yeah, and it almost sounded like he had a bit of a southern accent. Hmm. And that was David Denman. Who was okay. surprised and very excited after learning that Skip was actually a villain, That's and it's awesome. and it's proven like you're like like you could be like you you suspected him from the from the beginning, and yeah. he admits that he has been a part of this this entire time ever since Billy. He threw yeah. the fight. <laughs> yeah, right. I really only suspected him when we had the Cordy show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I don't think that was the same episode as uh. that we first saw him. No, yeah, we saw him in Billy, the the flaming yeah. prison. You didn't suspect him back then? I don't think so. I think it was really only the Cordy Show one. The name hmm. of the episode escapes me. Uh, is that birthday? Yeah. 
thanks. <laughs> I, I like, can say Ugh. I know a ton of people who watch Angel and Buffy, and I've never come across anyone who didn't like. So listening uh-huh. to you guys, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, he, uh, <laughs> he sees, he's seeing something that nobody else has ever seen. That's interesting. <laughs> he's gonna love this episode. Vindicated. Oh, I loved it. Uh, I was so excited. I think when you the... mean justified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> we need a justification right here. Uh, yep. He's a fan of buffalo wings, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> I got to say, now that I know that I am correct and justified in thinking that Skip was evil, I do so love his banter. <laughs> it's it's It really is wonderful to have that kind of... Um, you know, recurring or have had that kind of a recurring character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just so great. Uh, and that fight was awesome. Oh, and Angel um, uses the chains to beat him down finally. Yeah. Yeah, he is so memorable. That just like nonchalant, uh, just that stress. What do you call it? Just um, charisma? Yeah, what? and just. Uh, <laughs> Aloof? His delivery was His really delivery, cool. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked him. Deadpan. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. The fight scene with him and Angel was amazing. And I usually, I'm not a fan of slow motion, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it was done very well that I was just like, that's so cool. And even in the end when Cordelia was having her little walk off, I was like, because usually I hate walk off in slow motion. It's just (laughs) like a, it's like an eye roll, like, ugh, come on. But with the music and just like how she was glaring from side to side. I'm like, this is like, this is good. Mm. Yeah. It's Stephen Denott's first, uh, directing job. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, and he wrote it too. W- yeah. He wrote it and directed. Huh. He said, yeah, thanks to WB for this one and a half million dollar student film. They let me turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty awesome. Ashley in the chat says, I was 12 when this aired. Imagine the confusion of a 12-year-old me <laughs> seeing Cordelia give birth to a fully grown tall black woman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of Stephen tonight, like he does like flip a couple of like weeded rules on, his, on its head. I mean, the whole blonde girl in an alley actually gets attacked and, oh, and, yeah. and murdered. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, Skip comments on how guns rarely work, you know, and they never work in the Reed universe. Well, this time, Wesley pulls off the one shot in a million. Oh, God. (laughs) Taking the sexiest man alive persona one step further. He's a perfect shot. Yep. A real rogue demon hunter. (laughs) With leather chaps. Uh, He found Skip's Achilles heel. (laughs) Yeah, is a missing spur. Uh, Terry, Achilles was a character in... (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, uh, I wasn't a big fan of how everybody was tipped off on Cordy, or at least Angel was, because Cordy happened to use the not very often used term, my sweet... That's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Like, right? It should have been her bad acting. <laughs> well, I think they. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they kind of were planting seeds because in the next episode there was something I was just like, okay, I kind of see what they are doing, but we'll get to in the next next time, but mm-hmm. uh, or the next one. But I was just like, okay, yeah, whatever. It was a stretch. I agree with you guys though. Um, and they go through and explain uh, a bit. 
um, about uh, what they, they kind of figure out what Cordy's been doing this entire time after after uh, Connor rescues her. And uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting watching from like spin the bottle on um, yeah. Cordy's behavior. And uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's sometimes you can see there's something going on there, and then sometimes it's like it's Cordy. I, and so I'm not entirely sure if they had this planned out all along or had it planned very successfully. I don't know. I don't know if they were thinking, well, maybe she'll be like possessed some of the time. From, from the way they're, mm-hmm. they they talk about it, like. Uh, whatever is inside Cordy, whatever has been pulling the strings the entire time, has been pulling the strings like the entire time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, the fact that we hear from Skip how long ago all of this was put into plan. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask a potentially spoilerific question, which you may have already answered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have we seen the last of Wolfram and Hart? <laughs> uh, do you want me to answer? No, if it's a spoilery thing. If you feel it's a spoiler, then no. <laughs> well, I can't, so, like... I mean, sort of. the answer is... is sort of. Knowing what's coming up is a spoiler, so... Okay. I mean, if you want me to say yes or <laughs> no, fine. I can. Okay. So, uh, what, what I'm really getting at is... Uh, it really... I, I felt really uh, ripped off. Hmm. That, that we had all this energy and time and, you know, um, well, Daniel Day Kim <laughs> invested yeah. in, in Wolfram and Hart. And it turns out that, no, no, it's just this other thing. Mm. Well, Planning it's like the whole tail section of the plane. Yeah. That's all I have to say about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I get it. Everything. Everything was predestined in this series. Everything. <laughs> The visions with Angel, all that jazz. Gun's sister, Lorne leaving Pylea, Fred opening a book, everything. Even Wesley sleeping with Lila. Everything's been planned out. To get two vampires to have an impossible birth to create a vessel. I think that's just justifying. Which I love that callback. (laughs) (laughs) I think we call this. In in mythology, don't we call this retconning? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Something like that. Is there I love how it's called trial. Say that again. Is there retconning in mythology? <laughs> um, yeah, in a way, certainly. Okay. I would say so. Awesome. Are you saying retconning? Yeah, retconning is going back on kind of redoing the past. Okay. In sci-fi oh. specifically, but retconning. Yeah, retconning. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were saying like retconning, yeah, like of, red uh, herring. No. All of the heroes tell the stories like the fish was this big, like they constantly <laughs> um, redo history to make themselves look a little bit better. Got mm-hmm. it. Um, and so it brings up a, uh, a conversation about free will between uh, Fred and Gun. Now, does anybody have that as their quote? Because I would like to read this to you. <laughs> I don't have any no. quotes. No. But, uh, it would be nice if you played Rush Free Wheel at the end. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, okay. I'm it would just, be nice. I'm just going to ask you if a normal person talks this way. <laughs> here, here we go. Yeah. The final score can't be rigged. I don't care how many players you grease. That last shot always comes up question mark. But here's the thing. You never know when you've taken it. It could be when you're duking it out with the Legion of Doom or just crossing the street deciding where to have brunch. So you just treat it like it was all up to you when the world with the world in balance because you never know when it is. Let's say, okay, and she says, 
if Fred says you've been practicing that in the mirror or something like yeah. that, I mean. Okay, so it's we're sort of taking that he's actually, for some reason, had a had a discussion about <laughs> predestination. Were I to have been there, were I to have been present for that soliloquy, my response would have been, "I'm not feeling it, dog." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Uh. I mean, I think I think he did a good job delivering it, but Mm -hmm. it's just too riderly. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, and they probably knew that. That's why she called him out. Yeah, yeah, he was hanging a lampshade on it. She she was hanging a lampshade on it. This whole thing about this has all been set in motion since the beginning, and. I just feel like they're not smart enough to have made this work. <laughs> well, clearly Aww. it wasn't the case, but it's kind of cool right. that they, you they, know, tried. Like they pick, picked and chose little things that would fall in line with that idea. And it's it's cool. It's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Bruce says, Wesley. Yeah, I love. No, you go ahead, please. Oh, okay. Um, I love that they went all the way back to the trial, that episode mm. where uh, Angel saves Darla, and they think they failed. And um, eventually they know, no, you won a life. Uh, it just didn't come into fruition until much later. Um, yeah. So, I, I don't know, I like the connection back to that. It's very cool. Yeah, they, they get more into it in the next episode with uh, Jaz- mm-hmm. Jasmine's discussion with them, which we'll, we'll talk about. I mean, we'll, I'm we'll still be- trying to get over the meeting. Sorry, skipping it. No, it's okay. <laughs> The last, the last shot always comes up, question mark? Like, <laughs> you lost me there. You really lost me there. What does yeah. Bruce say? Uh, Bruce said, Wesley, oh, Bruce. Uh, what we already knew, what he found out as Angelus, all the circumstances lead, led to you. I guess that's the um, uh, pointing out to uh, Cordy that how they found her out or how they discovered her. Right. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, there's so much in this episode that was feeling super slow, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, Cordy and Connor and, you know, <sighs> waiting for this thing to be born. Uh, like Connor, Connor, that's super slow. Connor dipping his hand in the blood of the innocent, <laughs> making Wilson <laughs> out of, <laughs> out of uh, Cordelia's belly. And then, I mean, guys, Angel done goofed. Mm-hmm. He had he had the time to chop her head off, and he 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 apologized first. He apologized after. <laughs> well, did, what did Wesley do? <laughs> Wesley took a long time to do it. I suppose. Yeah, you know, in their dismembering basement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so I, much uh, surprise in this. I was very surprised that they killed the girl. I was very surprised that. Uh-huh. They didn't magically pull a lever or use magics to poof this thing out of Cordelia. Very, very surprised that it actually did pop out. Explain um, to me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, and just very surprised that, oh, my God, we actually have now a new twist. Mm-hmm. There's a new big bad. And this big bad is Gina Torres. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Totally where, did, cool. where did Darla come from? Cordy kept saying that this is your mother, that this is your yeah. father doing this. Mm-hmm. Please explain. Was what did it the I powers? miss? I thought it was the powers. I thought Darla mentioned it was the powers. There's a good couple of explanations. There's, I mean, the, on the on the text, this is a message from the powers. This is Darla is sent by the powers to try to talk Connor into, you know, doing the right thing. Um, I saw I saw a theory online that. Um, what if this was the first? 
Like the first was like, listen, I don't need a freaking goddess coming down fucking up my plans. So uh, let me see if I can use uh, the ghost of somebody dead to uh, talk Connor into not doing this. That's funny. Interesting. <laughs> I love that whole scene. I have a, I have a quote from Julie. Um, we know each other by first name. Um, I loved I loved the dynamic between the two of them talking about Darla and Connor. Uh, Darla really is the mother who gave up everything for her son, and he doesn't appreciate it. Um, and uh, the the pure love that exists in a relationship between a mother and son, it's an unconditional love, and it's probably the most simple relationship Darla has ever had. Um, and they said that they had her wear like a, well, of course, she probably saw the soft virginal dress and then having her face be on the girl that uh, Cordy kills. But I liked the, uh, you know, I liked her talking to him and, and reminding him that he's, he, he actually has a soul and that she died to give him life and that it wasn't to abandon him, but to, you know, do one last thing for good. I like that. She wasn't really Darla, Darla. She was yeah a human. I guess. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was right. She was she was purposely dressed the same as the girl, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was like in white, and Cordy was in black. Mm-hmm. The contrast to show good and evil. And the scary thing when Cordy actually sees her and is able. Oh, to that talk was very her. cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah, and the fact that they could do go through killing this poor innocent girl. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad Connor doesn't do it. But I would have. I would have really appreciated. Would have done his character a little bit more good if, like, he was under some sort of spell and not just, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I just thought it was awfully convenient that this virgin was waiting outside of the dark alley. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah. She wasn't waiting. She was going to be bitten by a vampire. Yeah. But I thought, oh, because it was so convenient. I'm like, oh, is this bait? Is this not real? But then, again, I'm always trying to think two steps ahead, which is my downfall when watching these television (laughs) shows. And uh, (laughs) I was just like, okay. I was like, okay, SOD for this little bit. (laughs) I like how they mention, like, Connor is just confused. Again, <laughs> and I get it. defense. I get and I'm not it. a huge Connor fan, but uh-huh. <laughs> and it's the, he grew up in a hell dimension. He's manipulated by most people. Mm-hmm. Is he really going to change heart in this one frenetic conversation back and forth between mm-hmm. Cordelia and Darla? Uh, yeah, he's he's a confused kid, mm-hmm. and so uh, I, you know, I wasn't surprised that he. Just so disappointing. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So. And he loves to flip. He uh-huh. does a lot of unnecessary flipping. <laughs> Tuck and roll, baby. <laughs> Tuck and roll. That, that first scene, yeah, he comes out of the window. He does an f- unnecessary flip and then starts fighting. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about <laughs> flipping <superhero>. sides. <laughs> Physically <laughs> flipping. flipping. Got it. Yeah, yeah, Tuck and roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, the um, <laughs> Skip's dead, uh, and yeah, Cordy doesn't get blown up by the birth of this woman. Uh, luckily, she doesn't explode into like yeah. <laughs> somehow like there's green smoke and boop, <laughs> the baby's out and it's full grown and it's Gina Torres. 
And yeah, yeah. Were you? Were you, I mean, you you probably weren't surprised when Angel just dropped to his knees and said, he was, "You're beautiful." <laughs> 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 but yeah. what a twist! Yeah. Did you know? Did you feel instantly that she was um, evil? Yeah. 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 Did mean, you feel that she had them under a spell? I don't know about spell, but. I- Definitely the definitely this idea that we've been told all along <laughs> this is going to be a horrible thing. So yeah. so that's my yeah that's the page I'm on when she pops up and then when I uh-huh. see it's gorgeous beautiful perfect Gina Torres mm. it's like oh yeah <laughs> everybody's and no and and then at first I thought oh all the guys are going to be manipulated but, you know, I was surprised that it was everyone when Fred too yeah, yeah. oh yeah and if our hero what your mic is uh, where now? What? Son of a gun. Hold there you on. are. <laughs> the dresser. Anyway, I was saying, if she can control our hero, then that's that's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's smitten. <laughs> and, and he won't be the one to save the day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so okay. I kept... Oh, well, we're not there yet. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the next episode, I was very curious as to who was going to uh, uh-huh. something. So I, ha- I had all kinds of thoughts there. So we should. I mean, I was we- on the same page as you, though, Lyra. I thought, oh, all the men are going to be under her spell. Yeah. I was, yeah, because whenever there's such a beautiful woman like that, it's usually like, oh, mm-hmm. they're playing to the male ego and all that yeah. stuff. But the Fred stuff threw me for a loop. But anyways, I digress. Do we have anything more do you want to say about this episode before we get into ratings and quotes? And I got a little bit of feedback. No. I liked it. Yay. <laughs> I like I this stretch that we're on. So, um, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I do. I, again, I'm not a fan of Connor, but. This is a divisive he episode. <laughs> he, yeah, he wasn't. Um, he didn't get on my nerves. I actually felt a little bit sorry for him because I'm just like, this poor, this poor kid, literally. <laughs> This poor kid has been taken through the ringer, and I was just like, I, I fell for him this episode, whereas other times I'm just like, ugh, just get rid of this guy already. We're right. done with him. But, <laughs> yeah, I felt, it, it was, I, I was, um, uh, I kind of wish I didn't know Darla was going to be in it. Yeah. Because I kept looking for her. I'm like, how's she going to show up? Is she going to be evil? Is she going <laughs> to be, but I, but yeah, I, I liked it. Were you guys, um, uh, I don't know. Did you guys enjoy seeing the little flashbacks of how Cordy pulled off the different things that have happened throughout? It was it was uh, it was very Clue like. Yeah, I was, I was just I gonna enjoyed. say it was just like Clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, how could she? She well, of course she didn't. She was naked when she killed that whole Flint family. So, yeah, mm-hmm. talk about jumping the shark. <laughs> that was awesome. That was that was that's for all. That's for all the before Twitter. <laughs> or, uh, when is it, sir? Oh, three. Okay, oh. Yeah. so before Twitter and everyone nitpicking yeah, all the three. little details, right? Um, Me, how come she didn't have any blood on her? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they, they did it themselves, and it shows how how uh, she made Lauren uh, think that uh, Angel or Angelus was Angel again, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, murdered all the priestesses. Uh-huh. Yeah, the whole. Uh, murdering of uh, Manny, so she did drug Angel. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out. 
sometimes you you kind of see that and you're like, okay, I guess I'll just go along with it. <laughs> but it seems like you guys were satisfied. I truly enjoyed it. Cool. Um, how about I read? Uh, let's see. It's uh, Ray. Ray actually has uh, commentary on both episodes, so I'll read his one for Inside Out. And uh, Bruce actually has uh, feedback for both, so I'll wait till the end cool. for that. Uh, Ray says, uh, while a lot of this episode is explanation and that can sometimes get a little boring, I think that this was pretty well done because it answers questions that the viewer has had this whole season. The pieces have all finally come together and everyone is in the loop and ready for this final stretch of the season. After a lot of fun detours like Angelus and Faith, we really we finally have our big bad for the season. Even though I'm not much of a Connor fan, the pull between good and evil, Darla and Cordy, does hit with some emotional force because of how well it was set up. Turns out that Skip was evil the whole time, but he's still a lot of fun. R.I.P. But at least Wesley gets to have a cool action hero moment by rolling and then shooting Skip. <laughs> my one my one main complaint is that I don't like them retconning basically the whole Angel series and large chunks of Buffy. To say that it was Jasmine's plan this whole time and was manipulating everything that all the Angel gang did their whole lives. So I ignore that part of the explanation. So, that's cool. what he has to say. Yeah, that's why I think yeah. it, it is kind of divisive. Some people don't, or like, wait a second. Are you really telling me that, you know, none of this meant anything, you know? And then we get this amazing speech like from Gunn to make us feel better. Meaningless. Yeah. There's a more, there was, there was a more <laughs> clever, wittier way to do it than how they did it. I just keep thinking that, that mm-hmm. it could have been done better. Amazingly, uh, Jasmine isn't, you know, fessing up to being responsible for Angel's beige period. That's, that's, gla- that's a glaring omission. If I've ever seen that. Yep. Yeah, but uh, what's so funny is nobody likes Connor. Yeah. Have you ever heard anybody say they liked Connor? But on Not so all these commentaries, all these writers, directors, they love Vincent <clears throat> Carthizer. Vincent Carthizer is such a great actor. Vincent Carthizer does this, he does that. While we're shooting Julie Benz, he's he's off, you know, out of the camera. He's crying just to give her something to work off of. And that's not hard for him. The hard part is this for him. I'm just like... You're the only one that like him. Well, there's a Nobody. difference between the actor and the character. I'm sure Vincent's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think he's a bad actor. Um, but It's just amazing the know, difference. Yeah. In, uh, I'll say how this. They see him and how we see him. I'm more sympathetic to Connor than Don. Interesting. Okay. I don't know if I agree. Don't <laughs> <laughs> got better. <laughs> Don got better at the end. Mm. I guess we'll. Tough yeah. With her screaming. Get out, get out, get out! <laughs> Thank you, Robin. Yes. <laughs> that way I don't have to do it. <laughs> All <laughs> right, do we, that do, really makes me laugh. <laughs> do we want to rate it now? <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, uh, Carrie, you go first. Sure. Um, I I really liked it. Uh, I thought the retconning, it still worked for me in that Angel is such an angsty, existential character of life is meaningless. So it works. <laughs> it mm-hmm. works for me. I gave it uh, 8 out of 10 spheres of infinite agonies. 
<laughs> that was almost my writing assistant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Nice. I thought it was wonderful. Um, you know, this would have been an 8 out of 10, but I'm going to give it two extra points. Whoa! Two extra. <laughs> yeah. I was right all along, points. <laughs> so uh, I'm giving this episode 10 out of 10. Who's right about Skip? <laughs> <laughs> I was right about Skip. <laughs> Kim? 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 Uh-oh. Here's Steph, you go. I'll send her text. Okay. I was just going to say, I give it 7 out of 10. Um, It just, I mean, it's fine. There's <laughs> something about Stephen Denot's writing that I just don't jive with. You know, I don't... What do you call it? Jihad with? I don't know. He's so... Jihad with? <laughs> Jihad. <laughs> what do they say? What's that word they say? Jive. Yeah. Something about... I don't know. He's okay. But he just doesn't... Maybe he fits more with the angel verse than with the Buffy verse. But um, it's fine. Like I said, it's... They could have they could have made this whole thing better. This whole explanation it's just a lot of exposition and explaining. So I give it seven out of ten virginal sacrifices. Hmm. Just came back. Uh, just I, I think so. Oh, hey! Oh, hey. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Kim? What's what your rating? Um, I enjoyed this episode, but like uh, you, everyone was touching on, it was a lot of explanation and uh, justifications and this and that but I didn't mind it I honestly didn't mind it so much I I it's just anything to progress the story forward <laughs> and I'm glad that we didn't get like a dud of an episode to be like ugh, you know like I just know. to fill time so I um yeah I, I I enjoy it I'm probably gonna give it wasn't my favorite but I was I was just like okay I'm gonna give it a seven and a half out of ten um crazy bright light births I don't know. I lost my <laughs> train of thought, but yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I I dig this episode for the most part. Uh, I would say uh, take away a point for how easily Connor's manipulated um, and how many scenes of just Cordy like being obviously villainous and Connor just being like I'm not sure she's a total villain or not. You want she wants me to murder an innocent person, and and Angel's the bad guy. Like, uh, so I'm mm-hmm. taking away a point for that. And I think there was another thing that I wasn't a fan of. Oh, I, I guess taking away a point. I'm I, I'm taking away a point for uh, you know the whole predestination thing i was just I, you know it it works but it's like i'm not exactly happy with it uh entirely i wish i was like oh god yeah that's right oh my god you know but instead i'm kind of like oh that's what they're doing all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i'm giving it a out of 10 uh unemployed fireflyer actors looking for a job <laughs> stop <sighs> hey, that's what we thought. You could always let us know what you think by sending us an email at redemptioncast at gmail.com. 
You can also check out the Facebook group. That's facebook.com slash group slash potential cast. We're also on the Twitter, uh, making full use of 280 characters <laughs> at Redemption Cast. We don't have that yet. If you want to download previous... Uh, you don't have a Twitter? No, no, we don't have 280 characters yet. Redemption Everyone Cast does. does. Everyone Redemption does. Cast didn't. Every, what? I was going to tweet the entire theme out yet last night, and I was oh, very upset get- to see it said 140. That's soups. Uh, oh, wait. What are you using to tweet? Uh, the Twitter app. That's weird. It's not just a little circle that fills in as you type? It, the, and, and, it, and it's like that on, on my account. So I, I just flipped to the Redemption Cast account. Yeah, and it, that okay. sucks. Yeah. Um, you, if you want to download older episodes, and I haven't really had the time to like redo one of those feed things for last season, I don't think. So maybe some gaps. I'm going to see if I can work on that. Uh, probably December 2000 and never, but we'll find out. You know? <laughs> um, uh, there is al- always redemptioncast.blogspot.com. Now let right. us know. We can probably Dropbox it to you. <laughs> Um, let's see about quotes. Oh, Who are you calling on first? I think our guest, Carrie, should go first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a skip line. Nobody comes back from paradise. Well, a slayer once. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's my number one. Oh. <laughs> I also have there a skip was quote. No pain. Oh. <laughs> well, that ain't right. <laughs> I have a skip quote. (laughs) Well, now, this is just embarrassing. Tell me, what happened to Cordelia? Or what? You'll bleed on me some more? (laughs) Ah, you took my skip quote. I have a skip quote. Uh. (laughs) Look out. The monkey's thinking again. (laughs) No, I have a a related Cordelia quote. Oh, come on, Robin. We could have run the table. I'm sorry. I don't have any other skip quotes, but it's a related Cordelia quote. Anointed? Who's been filling your head with big, confusing <laughs> words? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I have one more quote. If uh, This is a Fred and Gunn. Uh, Fred says, We don't know what Cordy's baking in her oven. And Gunn says, Evil and pregnant? You can bet it's not cookies. <laughs> <laughs> It's just awful. I also love Lauren saying Cordy just, he says Cordy just wahaha at us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you saying Pop and Mama threw you a beating? Kid Vicious did the heavy lifting. Cordy just wahaha. Yeah, that's the full yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Kid Vicious. Oh, that's great. Oh, sorry. I was getting ready for shiny, happy people. <laughs> uh, so, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just saw it in my notes. How many chunks do you have to hack off a vampire before he goes all dust bunny? It's a good question. Yeah. Shiny, happy people holding hands. <laughs> Not playing that song at the end, I promise. <laughs> so. It's too easy, eh? Too easy. I watched this episode not long ago today, and almost nothing happens in this episode. Right? I don't have a lot of notes. <laughs> almost nothing happens. <laughs> we have people gushing all over uh, No Name. We have the worst uh, reboot of, uh, of The Big Lebowski ever. 
Um, I, was hoping, um, I was hoping one of the vampires would look like the Digis. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, so bowling alley vamps. We got, we got, okay. Uh, we got a really cool, like, chase behind, like, the back where all the pins get uh-huh. messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had everyone kind of surprising. All of our heroes are under her spell or enchantment or whatever. And then some rando comes out and tries to kill her. Sam Whitwer. That's Sam Whitwer. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who? Sam Whitwer. Sam Whitwer. He's in what? Sam Whitwer. He, What's he in? Okay. He was in The Mist. He, him and Frank Darabont are buddies. And he, because he was in uh, The Walking Dead early on. He was like inside the tank. He was supposed to get okay. his own episode. Yeah. Do what? Uh, he was being, supposed to get his own episode? Yeah. The American being human. Yes. Um, Smallville. I mean, I've heard of was, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> oh, wait. He, who, who was he in Smallville? Because I've never watched that show. Dooms. Oh, well, we got a... What? We got a podcast for you. It's called We Don't Want to Wait. And Steph and I are binging through the entire season series of Smallville. Listen, guys, I haven't even watched Stranger Things season two because I've been so busy with trying to find time to sleep. So my day off tomorrow is going to be hashtag no pants, hashtag Netflix. <laughs> Why the snow so early? Speaking of, totally side noting, if you guys want to watch a great series on Netflix, watch Mindhunter. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh yeah. So good. Okay, that's all. Obsessed. Did you finish it? Yeah. Yep. Yes, like in two days. Yeah. Uh, I've never been like... Oh, oh no, it's not a podcast for that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Gina Torres is gorgeous. Gina Torres is really good at playing a uh, benevolent, um, mysterious person, character. Uh, I have a uh, costume. Do you think she knows? Do you think she knows God, um, God, Fred can see her true self? I don't think she realized. Otherwise, I think she would have put pieces into play. Fred did a good mm-hmm. job at covering it up. <laughs> She took her hysteria over over her and turned it <laughs> just turned it around yeah. so she'd just get out of the room. Um, I um, actually have a um, a little costume designer note about how they dressed uh, Jasmine, uh, the woman who will be known as Jasmine. Uh, Shauna Triptick, the costumer, who, like Gina Torres, came over to Angel after production wrapped on Firefly. Uh, with Jasmine, it was great because I already knew her body, so I started doing sketches immediately. We just made it all about all of her stuff because she has sort of a figure model's body. You can't just uh-huh. go shopping and throw something on her. She's very thin and very not narrow and just has a perfect body. Uh, showrunner Jeffrey Bell said, Oprah Winfrey. What, I, what he meant by that was someone who all of America could relate to and would love. So we were kind of going you know Oprah Winfrey in a very elegant, very fashion model way. I thought that, too, because when she was walking, I guess, through the courtyard and those mm-hmm. people were eating outside, I was like, oh, oh yeah, you're right. She started saying, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. <laughs> but I was like, how are they going to have her speak to the masses? Yeah. You yeah. know, and I was like, okay, she's got to be on television. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be like crazy if she turned into like an Oprah? That's exactly <laughs> what I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are you saying Oprah's real face is full of maggots? <laughs> uh, you Maybe. said that. <laughs> I, I always thought so. Blasphemous. Well, I can't wait to, like, 
I kept expecting it to be explained why Sam Whitwer and Fred, out of everybody, were the ones that saw her real face. They got sure, the call. you guys put it together. They got the call. What? They got the call. He said, that. he said that. He's like, we got the call too, or something like that. <laughs> oh, the calling. Oh, he like does there was say a call. that. The calling. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. What, I don't yeah. even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, that's, it, oh, it's, I could I be. I they're going to explain it in the next episode. It's you, If you pay attention, uh, it, you can see how it happens here. Do, do you guys, did, Illyrio, yeah, did you have not. any? Pardon, can you repeat? Did you know why Fred and Sam Witwer were the only ones who could see her real face? No. No. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'll just... Uh, I just won't say anything then. <laughs> uh, oh, it's okay if you can. <laughs> Back and watch and see what I miss. <laughs> uh, it's not too spoilery, is it, Steph? I mean, I think it's. it's no idea. It's, it's, can I guess? Oh, really? Okay. Wow. I, I don't um, think it's spoilery. Okay. Can I, I guess? Illyrio, please guess. Yeah. Uh, my guess is because. They're both washing things. Oh, is it because of the blood? Exactly. It's yeah. her blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Cordy, uh, Fred is washing the shirt with the blood on it, and that shirt had blood on it because that vampire scratched her, and then he had, like, blood on his hands, and when he got somersaulted over that table onto Sam Witwer, he, like, ended up scratching his chest. It's really quick. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And that's when he starts freaking out. But I did notice that he had blood on his shirt when he was lying down on the edge of the fountain. Yeah, that was the the scratch that he got from the vampire. By the way, I'm really disappointed they didn't go all in and have Angel, like, throw him in the fountain and beat him up in the fountain. (laughs) Like, if if I were directing, that's where I I would have asked them to go. Would you play the Friends theme? (laughs) (laughs) Like, beat him up but not kill him. Hmm. Yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and probably like, because of his his all of his makeup they and didn't like want to almost fight. drown him and everything, you know. The prosthetics. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so here's some of my notes from like the beginning. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm happy that Cordy just deflated and didn't explode. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I love the fact that uh, Connor says that Angel's pretty much been like weeping all the way back to the hotel because <laughs> he almost killed her. <laughs> I find it very creepy when he calls him dad. Oh, it's the grossest. I still, I still find it so gross. <laughs> so disgusting. <laughs> Even when he's sincere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, Angel's yeah. so happy. It's so funny to see. And he's worried about he's it. He's wearing pastels. Oh. <laughs> he's so happy. I love it. That white and yellow yeah. striped shirt. <laughs> it's so ugly. Yes. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, we got a job serving ice cream, right? That's, that's his new job now. Uh, <laughs> Eradicating so evil and serving ice cream. <laughs> Uh, so there's a lot of talk about the jasmine flower, and that's why that's where she gets her. Like, did she? Did they say that her name's Jasmine at the end, or she calls yeah, herself Jasmine? Yeah, when she's introduced the on the TV yeah, show. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, mm-hmm. I was like, am I spoiling that? Um, uh, there's I some. Think she has the jasmine in her hair. Yep, that's true. Um, so uh, in the trial, the episode where 
uh, Angel is go- goes through trials to save Darla, and then you know we find out that that as a result of that, that's why Connor uh, get you know gets a life later. Uh, Darla talks about the smell of a jasmine flower in that episode. Um, oh, also in um, I only have eyes for you, the Buffy mm. episode. Mm. Drusilla smells a jasmine flower and marvels at it, and Angela says night blooming. And when Angel and Jasmine are talking about it in the courtyard, Jasmine says night blooming back to him. So hmm. I thought that was a cool callback. But uh, yeah, I love how like they, they bring Cordy up and it's like it's like the manger scene. You know, they put her in the bed and they're all huddled around with candles as, Fre- as, as uh, Jasmine tells them the story of where she came yeah. from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So she's not here to save everybody. You guys are. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm surprised that she didn't come out and call herself whatever Jesus would be in the feminine form. <laughs> uh, the whole idea of you know we were here before man, and it's like I, I, yeah. I expected Gunn to say you're a dinosaur. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm always yeah, saying Gunn because Cordy's asleep. Divine. Pardon. Oh, I'm sorry. She's definitely the feminine divine, whatever yeah. that, whatever you want to call that. The goddess figure. Although, I mean, I've yes. seen plenty of little goddess figurines in my uh, university archaeology days, and they're not built like Gina Torres. No. <laughs> no Gina no, Torres no. is not built like a goddess yes. figurine in the slightest, no. or she's too slight, to, to put it another way. <laughs> yes. There's she a, looks uh, exactly the same now as she does in this uh, episode. Yes, yeah. it's amazing how we allow androids to play roles on TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another thing that's an interesting connection to me uh, I, I thought of was that uh, she is like she she basically they basically figured that she was a power that was a, <laughs> a, a, a one of the powers the the gods what have you that have been behind the scenes and now she's here to affect things um, and that uh, you know she's essentially a goddess. And that there's a kind of a connection to a Buffy villain that was uh, the same the same kind of thing. She was a goddess as well, and she had a habit of uh, sending people to the psych ward that uh, uh, got too close to her. Are you saying there's a connection between Ben and Jasmine? <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> I just have to say, as a longtime listener, that always makes me laugh. Every time you guys say that, I always chuckle. It's funny to think of. Uh, yeah, it makes me laugh, and I'm the co-host. Yep. <laughs> For now. So, ah, thanks. So Wesley and uh, Gunn um, are now united in their love for Fred. <laughs> that, that, okay. re- that creeped me the heck. Very awkward. <laughs> Very, very yeah. awkward. Uh, I was no. thinking, are we going to have like a commune situation happening in the next scene? Because I'm not about this. You get a Fred, and you get a Fred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, fucking Wes. Doesn't he know snitches get stitches and wind up in ditches? You're <laughs> <laughs> an asshole. Yeah, but that just shows, that shows the complete power that Jasmine has over him that even though he would trust Fred, he would listen and respect anything that she said. He mm-hmm. is 
completely 100% under her spell. Oh, Creepy. Yeah. I love this so much. It's such like a paranoid thriller that it turns this show into. You know, it's Invasion of the yeah. Body Snatchers. I love it so much. <laughs> right. Especially when they first see her and you think Wesley's going to be the holdout and then he yeah. kneels. He bends <laughs> the knee at the, in the end. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh... Oh, go ahead. I think Gina Torres could conquer Westeros with zero dragons. That's my <laughs> yeah. position. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it looks like like vampires and demons are kind of a... a they might be a holdout, too, because she immediately sends Team Angel out to just e- quote, eradicate yeah, evil. So, okay, so I guess her play is to get anyone, everyone under her spell and then just, what, mass sacrifice of the planet? Like, is that the, the game? Mm-hmm. Uh, because... It, it can't like if she just wants destruction, she just let the vampires roll. So my guess is everybody has to kill themselves for her to attain true ultimate power. Yeah, I don't know. And she knows everybody too. She like calls that woman by her name. I know. What was it, Margaret? Yeah, Margaret. Yeah. What a what an old woman name. <laughs> that is uh, that was her actually name is Maggie, not Margaret. <laughs> that was at it. Uh, Annie Wershing. She was in Twenty Four. Are you mispronouncing washing? It's W E R. Okay, good. S E. Right. <laughs> I don't know. What'd you think of Jasmine's uh, maggot face? <laughs> it really, really startled me. I was not expecting <laughs> me jump too. It was awesome. Yeah, I was like, Ooh, that was a good effect, and then I realized, oh, it's just like a puppet. I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> fine. But at yeah. first, at first, I was like, ew. <laughs> Very gross. Very surprising. Especially juxtaposed to how beautiful Gina Torres is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that is the last thing you expect. Uh, yeah. Ooh, gross. Very. Did anybody... Are you guys... Have I made you guys aware, or have you independently been aware of the anti-meth ad that ran many years ago where there's a woman and she's, like, on meth and she's cleaning her house and there's a really <laughs> kind of, like, Dolly Parton-esque song? Look at me, busy as a bee. No, no. I get this <laughs> energy. Ooh, meth. <laughs> I think it's a comeback thing. So, um, no, it's not. It's American. I'm going to post it on the fa- on the. Oh Facebook my god! Group. Please find it. And the reason the reason why I mention this is while Fred was scrubbing, trying to get the blood <laughs> off, I started humming. Ooh, meth. Ooh, meth. <laughs> <laughs> I got the cleanest house on the street. Meth. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's basically the tune that comes to mind. thought she was mind. going to scrub so hard that we were going to see her, like, go insane. Yeah, which we yeah. kind of did. Yeah. yeah. I think she was on her way, and then all of a sudden she got a wake-up call. Um, now, interestingly, the way they did the cuts, I don't know, I'm skipping ahead somewhat, but the way they did the, they did the cuts, there was Gina Torres, and then there was Fred, and then Fred looks weirdly at her, and then we see uh, Jasmine's true form. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we cut back to Fred, but then every time after that, it cuts back to Gina Torres rather than the puppet. So yeah, is are I we... think it's because the puppet was a bit unrealistic after you after the initial shock of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. they don't want to stay on it too long. Yeah, kind of like yeah. the polar bear in uh, mm. in Lost. Spoiler alert! And it could polar be bear? like yeah. a um, standards and practice thing because it was really like, close. Maggots. 
Yeah, yeah the uh, network told him to uh, when Jasmine exploded out of Cordelia's stomach, said don't show too much blood or you know <laughs> don't be too gory. They didn't realize it was going to be a bunch of lights. <laughs> That's how both my kids popped out. Just a whole bunch of lights. <laughs> So uh, Fred tries to uh, talk to an unconscious Cordelia. What is going to wake her up, you think? Uh, A kiss from an angel. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't believe you just said that. Or Connor. (laughs) Why? Were you going to say that? No. That's just supremely lame. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. And... um, and I like this conversation between Fred and Angel just trying to get him to see see what's going that some, there's something weird going on here and he talks about how it, it's just a relief not to question anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and even though it's so false, it's just so nice to see him happy. For, yeah. Like such a mope. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like such a delight. He was smiling. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we never see that. <laughs> uh um, so what did you guys think of uh, Sam Witwer's face, John Stoller's face, when he Pretty awesome. that reveal? Ugh. That was great. Well, he knew something was going to happen when he wouldn't turn his face. I forgot about that, too. I was like, why Why did they direct him just to keep staring away from Fred? I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> um, I, I have to say, though, those restraints don't look very effective. He was able to <laughs> practically sit up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not cool, guys. Not cool. And yeah, just the the paranoia here, like the the Fred on her own, you know. And he's like telling her not to trust anyone, and that they're chosen. It's just a great. Yeah, stuff. that was weird. And uh, so I wonder, like, I, I wonder why he got all like, "This is a calling thing." Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He he must have some kind of history. I think Fred's on. The, <laughs> I think Fred's on the right track. You know, asking him if he has any priors. <laughs> any pre-existing conditions yeah mm-hmm. um, but yeah the whole tension of her going back to the Hyperion Hotel and all those people are there oh and, my god uh, that place was happening yeah but why did um, his face get all buggered up like that oh, because she, she touched him, him. Yeah, know, because she's, she's been touching other people, and they're not well, getting weird unless well, early we see in, later. Yeah, early in the episode, she it looked like she was going to touch Connor's face when she was saying that you know she needed him, he was special, uh, and she didn't quite touch his face. Hmm. And I, I noticed that. I thought it was odd because hmm. I noticed when I guess I'm I guess I'm looking too far into it, but she was walking down the stairs at the hotel. She grabbed the guy's hand to help her down the stairs. And I was like, mm. oh, how come his hand isn't isn't burning? But then I was like, probably okay, continuity probably SOD. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she could be affecting the, that True, power. Right. She could be doing yeah. that with her hand. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. She could be in complete but, control. Yeah. But if that's the case, then she did it on purpose to this guy. Yeah, nobody's going to take him serious right? with that face. <laughs> well, uh. he did just try to kill her. Yeah. True, true. So... There's that. She might be a vengeful Jasmine. <laughs> so, yeah. When she was a Jasmine, turns out she's much more Jafar. <laughs> oh, my. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's the Sultan. <laughs> All right.
way too deep. Please okay. play well. Sultans of Swing. Thank you. So so Fred tries to assassinate Jasmine, and in, we, we get the classic slow motion jump down from the balcony. As from Angel both takes Angel the, and Connor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so Fred has to take their granddaughter and daughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Fred, Fred taking Lauren hostage and then yeah. like him talking about how, you know, his race is detachable heads later. Oh, my God. That was so funny. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I, too. <laughs> uh, I think everybody forgot about that. And they, they added it as a tagline later. But yeah, I don't know the the whole the whole scene in the diner, you know, where you see she's about to talk to on Good Morning LA and Fred. <laughs> Fred's just alone. It's crazy. Yeah, guy like walks by the diner and then looks to <laughs> the window and then gets on his knees. Are we going to see like some gory reveal when she? Everyone sees her true self. Like it's just going to be blood splatter everywhere, so everybody can see her. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, how many episodes are left? Four. Four. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this this was a really good Fred centric episode. You know, gun yeah. got a episode. And- yeah, I honestly I- wasn't expecting it to be a Fred episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was writing in my notes as we I started watching this. You know, it's been like a year or so since I watched this, and. Uh, uh, I um, was thinking, like, why are they? Why are they having Fred talk to Lauren about what's already happened? Like, she's just like anticipating Angel coming back and then going through it all. And I'm like, oh, because we want to see, we're going to see more of her point of view. And they just kind of wanted to establish it at the beginning. Did, so. it, did it strike anybody else's weird the way Lauren was reacting? Like he had no memory of any of this stuff. <laughs> I was getting the impression that he was like fuzzy on the details. I don't know. Oh, it was weird. What, remember what stuff? At the very, very beginning, when she was, it, it sounded like uh, Fred was was being Ms. Exposition. Yeah, and Lauren was like catching up, but he was, <laughs> he was already aware of these things. <laughs> weird. Hey, we have a comment in the chat. Uh, Debbie Sib says, "I like this show." Followed by Redemption Cast is good shit. <laughs> Thanks. I agree with you. We are good shit. We're not that awful shit that you get from the guy down the corner. Yeah. We're the good shit you get from your uncle who works for Health Canada and tests the stuff. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I actually have to go get my power pack. So, uh, what? Uh, vamp? Is that the right thing to say? Oh, he's knew he was a robot. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Battery operated, too. Um, yeah, so this whole episode, I didn't really strike me as a Fred episode. There was so much going on. But yeah, well, I then think she it's goes off into and, her yeah. episode. Yeah. Which I don't know. I think next episode is all Cordy. Unless they're going to wait oh, and have us uh, wait until the finale for Cordy to get up and smack her daughter upside the head. Oh, I totally think it's Fred trying to get everybody to see if she's that she's not crazy in this chick. For her evil. sake, I I hope it's all about Fred getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> You know, which is what I thought she was doing when we saw her driving mm-hmm. after the failed assassination uh-huh. attempt. You know, she got hungry. She just went to that place where her gun <laughs> had pancakes. Yeah. Oh no, no, I don't Pink think it was. Was it? <laughs> was it? I mean, who was? I can't believe you just said that stuff. That's awful. Well, she didn't get uh, pancakes. Had to be reminded. Yeah, she got bacon and eggs, and they weren't even like 
over easy. Well, they, he said go? some. There was some talking about eyes, and they cut to to sunny side edge. Up. I was like, oh, that's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if they wanted us yeah. to think that it was the same diner, she should have sat in the booth all by herself. Mm-hmm. She had to anyway. say this. Uh, I do have, I do have what I hope is true. I have a theory. I that that outside crane shot where we see Fred walk away hungry and Mister Briefcase look in the window. Uh, there's a stoop later on. I think that might be the outdoor set they used for Seinfeld. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. They're, so that would be really awesome because those steps look really familiar. Anyway. You can see the really exterior of uh, Angel's old office. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can see the exterior of Angel's oh, yeah. old office down the street. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know about Seinfeld. Well, I know that don't they use a lot of uh, sets that is supposed to be New York? Yeah, well, yeah. This is their New York. This is their New York. Set. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's so it's got to be the Seinfeld exterior that we. Yeah, it could be. It. Yeah, it's the How I Met Your Mother one up too, for sure. Hmm. All right. I, anybody want to say anything else about the episode before we? I can. I can do. Feedback. I thought it was good. Uh, I thought it was a really good setup for the what I suspect the next episode will be, mm-hmm. just because of the 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 way it was the cliffhanger was. Uh, hmm. Everybody kill Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Fred. Uh, feed, want me to do feedback? Sure. Uh, yes, this, please. The rest of Ray's emails. Um, this episode almost feels like the movie Get Out, where things seem too perfect <laughs> and everyone is too happy. I kind of love that everyone just assumes that what Cordy gives birth to will be this terrible house bond, and what we get is the exact opposite. That's a nice twist that sort of uses the audience's expectations and subverts them. Things are so perfect that it gives the viewer an unsettling feeling that something isn't right. You know that Jasmine can't be that perfect, and you wonder why everyone is acting this way and what will break her spell. It's kind of fun to see everyone acting out of character, but that underlying underlying feeling that something isn't quite right is always sort of just sitting in the air. It feels completely different to anything that Angel, Ser- Angel the Series has done in the past, and I enjoy that. I agree. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me read Bruce's email. Um, there's a lot of talk, but most of it is worth it. Things needed some explaining, and so they did. I guess it wasn't really Cordelia doing those things recently, or at least not all of those things. Real Cordy seemed to show up occasionally, but mostly she seemed a little off, like someone was mm. trying to act like Cordelia. Mm-hmm. But the more times I've seen these episodes, the more appreciation I have for the long-form te- storytelling that's been going on since season two. From Angel and everyone else being a puppet in the play of powers from other dimensions in uh, season two, episode one, Judgment, to... Uh, episode 5 Dear Boy When Lauren tried to warn Angel about pursuing, pursuing Darla I set people on their path He said and Darla was way off Angel's path Since then every major storyline With the possible exception of Pylea Has come about because of Angel Disregarding that advice and pursuing Darla Mm-hmm. The Troclon prophecy Is first mentioned in season 3 episode 7 Offspring 
That's the confluence of events that leads to the purification and or ruination of all mankind. The arrival of Jasmine and everything that preceded it fits the description much better than anything which came earlier. Heck, maybe things are still coming together. The description is very dire, but vague enough to mean just about anything, so it's nearly perfect as a long-term storytelling device. Three questions. Was Jasmine responsible for all the things she and Skip mentioned? Uh, maybe she just took advantage of some of those events for her own ends. Uh, does Lorne fall under her spell because his morals are more aligned with humans, or does it have anything to do with him being from Pylea? We don't see any other demons falling oh. down to worship Jasmine. Yeah, that's Not true. Yet. I was thinking well, about the vampires didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was. But Angel I, did. Yeah, exactly, and I was like, but he "Oh, has a soul, right? he has a soul." So, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I hear that that's a thing in my show. <laughs> <laughs> Final question: Will this really be the end of Angelus soon? Quote: Even the evil that's inside you, that too will be gone, according to Jasmine. Run, Fred, run, Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Want to well, read this? Ah, uh, yeah. Carrie, go. Okay. Uh, I really like this episode. I also am a big fan of Gina Torres. This is the beginning of an arc that I really enjoyed. Uh, I also got to give it to David Boreanaz. I thought he did a great job with the self-loathing and um, mm-hmm. how scared he was to want to be happy. Um, that whole scene he has with Jasmine talking about you know that he's the, the one person that can't be so happy and dealing with that. And, um, yeah, I, I like this one very much. So I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 shiny happy people. <laughs> Don't make me happy. You wouldn't like me when I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how I do it? <laughs> I'm always happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought this episode was great. However, not a lot happens. Um, I really felt bad for Fred, especially at the end when she left without eating. I mean, <laughs> come on, girl. she needs a sandwich. He needs a freaking sandwich and a half. Uh, uh-huh. Gina Torres might as well just come out as a goddess. Uh, there is so much that can be said for her presence, for her delivery. It's just, man, like if I had the time, I would like I would just rewatch Firefly right now. <laughs> uh, and I know it's not a lot of episodes, but uh, just can't find the time. So um, I'm going to give this episode nine. Uh, nine out of ten uh, maggot-infested bloody heads. <laughs> I also really enjoyed this episode. Um, I Again, I usually don't like setup episodes, but I enjoyed it. And um, I thought that... Um, like right at the end when the credits came up I was like oh the episode's over like I was so into it I wanted to (laughs) see more and uh, I'm pretty excited to see what's going to happen with uh, Fred next episode Um, what else did I want to say um yeah like you said not i don't i think a lot of stuff did happen you hmm. know yeah it was kind of kind of slow at the beginning but then i thought we got a lot of information about um so much slow-mo maybe that's what's <laughs> giving me that impression maybe oh god yeah we didn't say much about that action scene as everybody's just murdering vampires around gina torres and fred mm-hmm. just walking is so awesome because I loved everything in the bowling alley because I pretty much grew up in a bowling alley. And I was just like, here we go. It was wow. quite fun. And um, what else did I want to say? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I, I enjoyed it, but I, well, I wasn't like over the moon with it. But I, I, 
again, we're momentum's driving us to something that I hope is going to be a good payoff. So I'm going to give it, I was, I'm going to give it eight out of 10. Oh shoot. I lost my rating. Eight out, <laughs> eight out of 10. I'll, I'll come up with something witty in a minute. <laughs> okay. I enjoyed it too. Also, uh, brain shutting down right now, but, uh, Oh my gosh, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, I think it was a good, like it was a good upbeat uh, change of pace after the that real heavy episode last time. So it was fun, but still, you know, such a threat for Fred. So scary for Fred. Yeah, like oh, scary. <laughs> I give it, I don't know, like you said, not much happened. Eight out of ten morning show appearances. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, I should have said a seven ten split. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> not too late to change your vote. <laughs> I have to change my rating system then. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I wrote it in oh. ink. I'm just kidding. I wrote it in Excel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really dig this episode. Um, poor Fred, poor Amy Acker hasn't gotten a lot of great stuff to do on this show yet, but I really uh-huh. think this is like one of... Because they usually have her reacting to guys, that's why. Yeah, exactly. She had one good episode early on. I well, remember her she... intro yeah. there, Fred, Fredless. Uh, Fredless? With her yeah. parents. Yeah, that yeah, was good. Yeah, yeah. But she hasn't had a lot to do. She's been punted between Gunn and Wesley and... You know, all that nonsense. Yeah, because I don't... The thing is, maybe it's because I don't physically think of her as a strong character because of, again, her size and, you know, how Mm -hmm. frail she looks. But when she does stuff in her own way, like she's got the book smarts and like this and that, it's it's good to see her shine that way. Yeah. So hopefully the next episode, it's her doing some, maybe some badass magics. We'll see. Anyways... And she's yeah. the inventor, too. Yes. From yeah. From Billy. Yeah. So Fred MacGyver Burke. Burkle. Burkle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this was – it was good to see Fred. And, like, it's so cool. Like, we're getting towards the end of the season and they're like, let's let's let Fred, like, be in the spotlight for a little bit here. And how interesting it is to, like, not have this, like, super-powered vampire be the one person that can see mm-hmm. – you know, it's Fred. You know, what's she going to do? And and just the paranoid thriller of this all. And, the I, you know, I love Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's a whole kind of thing. And, yeah, Get Out is definitely a good one to think about. Uh, so, I don't know. I get really amped up by the end of this episode. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 uh, wasted plates of breakfast. And, okay, so... Oh. Inside Out got an 8.1 and Shiny Happy People got an 8.6. Interesting. Wonderful. Uh, let's do quotes. <laughs> um, hi. Um, yes. I'm looking for a patient, a man. He was brought in Thursday named Stover. Are you a family member? Uh, am I? Yes. I have a family. I'm a member. <laughs> 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 He's my brother, father. My brother's father. My father's brother. <laughs> I was like that nurse gave her too informa- too much information. The nurse wouldn't do that, right, Stephanie? Oh yeah. Well, but that back then that was before HIPAA. We have HIPAA now. Now it's our responsibility to keep people from murdering people. 
Mm. Hungry, Good hungry for hippo? you. Yes. Um, no, kind of mocha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't oh. believe Fred's evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's another part that was interesting about this episode, how, uh, you know, just because somebody's against you, does that, you know, that makes them evil? Yeah. Yes, in their frame of mind right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's just interesting to see them just, uh, you know, that's like the talk they had about Cordy in the episode before. You know, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to have to kill her. You know, and uh, and now it's about Fred. Um, Shoot, I don't even know context this in. I wrote Connor, and then I wrote, oh, that's what Cordy used to say to me. I don't remember (laughs) what it's for. I have a Connor and Gun exchange. Uh, she's amazing. You'll go nuts. Yeah, that'll definitely help us relate better. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I can't wait. Hey, what's on the slate for next time, Robin? Oh, I can't do my other quote. Yes, I can. <laughs> Diner guy. Here you go. Looks like you just lost your best friend. All of them. I never thought, yeah, well, that's life in the big city. <laughs> All right, on the slate next time, we have uh, 26 episodes left in the series, four episodes left in the season. The next episodes are called The Magic Bullet and Sacrifice. But there's no sacrifice. I have a magic bullet. It's horrible. (laughs) No, ours is awesome. Yeah, we're on our second one. Terribly. Really? Mm -hmm. Huh, ours is fantastic. We use it every day. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe mine's like the amazing bullet. <laughs> That's why it's not the That's real why. thing. <laughs> also, is yours spelled with a K? And an S? Is it the magic bullet? Oh. Mine is the magic bullet. Uh, you could have gone to Giles' magic shop. <laughs> That's where you went wrong. Yes. Always go with British engineering. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so predictions. Uh, the magic bullet. I really hope it isn't some stupid literal title and someone and 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 um, uh, Fred develops some magic bullet thing and shoots um, Gina Torres, Jasmine, uh, and then sacrifice. Uh, Cordy dies. Aww. Cordy dies. Cordy dies. <laughs> I hope she doesn't die. It's not. She's. It's too early in the season. If she was going to die, it was going to be the finale. Nope. <gasps> um, I, I. I don't know. I hope it's Connor who oh. dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be the best. He sacrifices Fine. himself, and then Angel so is forlorn. <laughs> or maybe it's. Uh... Oh, they have to get rid of the love triangle, right? Wesley mm-hmm. dies. No, no, my character is going to die in the next dies. two episodes. Really, you don't think so? You know, this is a Whedonverse show. No, I think if they if if one of them is going to die, it's going to be towards the end yeah, of the season. I'm a leaf on the wind. There's too many episodes no. left. There's four episodes left. Sorry, Carrie. Hmm? Yeah, like I mean, it's going to be the actual finale. That's what I mean. okay. okay. All right. Ow! Sorry, I dropped a pencil and I stupidly squeezed my legs together to catch it. I caught it <laughs> in your thigh. I caught it. I caught it. Thank you for joining us, Carrie. Is there anything you'd like to plug or announce? Uh, no, I don't do any podcasts. Uh, but if anyone wants to take a class in humanities or mythology, come on down to Winter Haven, Florida at Polk State College, <laughs> where I teach. <laughs> and um, uh, we can, you know, talk Buffy. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. My asthma. Thanks for having growing. me. Growing. You're more than welcome. Thank you for uh, being so patient. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, this was what, a year? I was going to say, how <laughs> many years have you been so? waiting? <laughs> a long time we signed up uh, for what was available. And actually, I really like these two episodes, so I'm glad to be on. Yay. Them. Awesome. Yeah. That's good. Um, so, if any of you live in the Northeast, specifically around me, uh, there's snow coming. Yeah, there is. So, uh, good luck. I hope you can find your muck luck and um, <laughs> your snowsuits. It's so, coming yeah. tonight. You better not come near me. You guys keep it up there. Okay, we will. Yeah, for Carrie yeah, we're and in I. The 80s. Yeah, we'll keep it right next to the freedom. We're, good. <laughs> <laughs> we're still cutting grass. <laughs> yep. Shut up. For life. Uh, all right. Take care, you guys. Namaste. Bye. Thank you. Hey. Bye. Bye.